Okay. Okay, so we're holding here still in Pervez. Um, oh, Gimel. So last time we spoke about the idea how mitzvahs are a chelak of a kodesh baruch We're going to repeat the Hebrew and read it quickly again. Um, we're going to move on to talk about the concept of haaris panim and hester panim of a kodesh baruch and the concept of ra and and the bria. So we we spoke about this yesterday. We'll read again. Amla mulvadi yosa or last week rather. Amla mulvadi yosa bria zayisha constant shlemis real dalvik boris baruch shmoy study thamus loy. So when it, when this creation is going to acquire his shlemis in this world and become like a Kodesh Baruch who is the Balatov, and then will be comparable to him, and that, that comparison, that overlap of their existence will allow him to connect to, to his creator. Now, the process of being Kodesh shlemis is an ongoing process, and throughout the process of doing mitzvahs, you are connecting yourself to Kodesh Baruch so we've spoken about this before. It's not the shot that in Olam Haba you finally realize this connection. Rather, you are connected to Kodesh Baruch right now when you're Isaac in a mitzvah. That when it comes to you completing everything you needed to complete for you to acquire in this world, then you will be totally connected and it's all one big Indian. So every mitzvah you do is a chalik of your Olam Haba and you're experiencing it in this world also. And we gave... On that previously. Okay, continuing. Anything which is perfection, it must be that it is of the nature of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because again, you can't find perfection that exists outside of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Guy, you, you know where we are? One second. Forty. Oh, top of forty. Kabbalah. See. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So any any form of perfection you find in the world has to be of a kosh baruch if it's true perfection, because nothing else is perfect Why except for a kosh baruch I'm sorry. Each tam is like tamimah is perfect. Is that? Oh, well, the word the word Why is purity? Why why is the word tam? So you're asking like why that also is simple perfection. Right. So to say ish meaning man could be perfect. Tamim. Right, but that's because an Ishtam is a person that is mevatel himself to Kosh Baruch. It's actually interesting, the word Tam also means simplistic. Right? right. Why, why do the two go together? Because when a person is mevatel himself 100% to Kosh Baruch, he doesn't have all the complexities of man and all his hang-ups that I have to be you know, strong and I have to be smart and I have to be this. No, I do whatever Kosh Baruch wants me to do. That's perfection. Why? Because the person is simplistic with his creator. He's mevatel his will to Kosh Baruch and because he's connected to Hashem by dint of his connection, he has no complications whatsoever, right? right? That's what makes him perfect. That's where tamos is simplicity, and at the same time, it also means shleimus, completeness, because completeness is a person that has a simplicity that he's mevatel himself totally to Kosh Baruch Hu, right? Yeah, your question, what's the difference between tamos? And shleimus, the words, right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, they're different words. In Hebrew, they express slightly different, different, um, yeah. Um, sure. It says, so continuing, <coughs> anything which is shleimus only is misyaches to Hashem. Ke'ana explains that last week that therefore anything which is shleimus is like a um, branch to the to the root, um, and therefore every mitzvah is of the nature of a Baruch Hu. Again, extensively spoke about this last week. Even though you don't reach the atzim shleimus, a mitzvah is not a chelik of a Baruch Hu himself. Like we spoke about, like the Zayir said, the mitzvahs are the, the body parts of the Melech, and we know Kosh Baruch Hu body parts. It's like we explained last week, that when a Kosh Baruch Hu hid his oneness and only revealed a finite light, the sum total of the finite light he revealed, we can look at as a mushal, 
commensurate to the body parts of a human being, and there can be a sum total of the light that he revealed. So every mitzvah is a different chilek, and you bringing in that light that was revealed to the fullest extent that you can to build your quote-unquote spiritual body, to make yourself complete with as much of Hashem's light. Hashem himself is not limited to, the, to, that, to, that, to that light. So therefore we can look at the mitzvahs as branches of the root, but the root itself is something which is beyond us, which is like Hashem's true singular existence. Hine. Um, so therefore, every mitzvah is of the nature of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, meaning after he blocked himself from the symptom, the mitzvahs are, are almost like an expression of him when he hid his true reality. And that expression of him is like a branch to his root, and that, that you can acquire fully and, and complete yourself with, uh, with, with the full range of the amount of light that he had revealed. Okay, so this is the new part, and this is what we're going to focus on. Like we said, Shlemus is the reality of a Kosh Baruch Hu. So anything you find in the world, we said, that is perfect, true perfection, is of the nature of Hashem. Chisarun, but anything in the world which is of lacking, emptiness, missingness, right? What, what's an example? War, hunger, meanness, uh, the sickness, you name it. Whatever is broken in the world, the fact that things fall apart in this world, decom- decomposition, anything which is chisarun, anything which is lacking in the world, Enu ela helem tuvos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, removing his type. So anything you find in the world that's shleimis, taira, mitzvahs, chayim, simcha, whatever it's going to be, is going to be associated to the reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And anything that you find which is lacking this in this world, bad midas, whatever you have it, is going to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu withholding his goodness from the world, the Hester Panav, and him hiding his face. We're going to explain more. Nimsa, shaharaz panav zirach shemo, when we find Hashem's shining countenance, his shining face, the in his closeness, that is the root and the cause of all forms of shlemis. So whenever anything is good in this world, acts of kindness, um, peace, civility, you name it, health, life, etc., that is a Kodesh Baruch Hu who's beaming his countenance on the world, and, 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 and a Kosh Baruch Hu expressing himself in the physical world, his shlemus is coming into the world. And if it's good, therefore its root is going to be, and its cause is going to be from a Kosh Baruch Hu being mashpia, expressing himself in the world. The Hester Panav, when a Kosh Baruch Hu hides his face, that is the root of all forms, the root and the cause of all forms of lacking this in the world. The amount of... Hester, the amount of Hashem hides himself is going to be the amount of chisar, and the amount that's missing, the nimshach that comes out from it. Where do we see this most powerfully in the Chomish? Is in Parshat Asinu, that, that Akash Baruch Hu speaks about the idea that he's going to, right? I'm going to hide my face from them, right? And they're going to find all the, all the evils are going to befall them, right? Hashem says, when you do mitzvahs, you cause ha'aris panam, you cause my countenance to shine in this world. And the, the, the Chumash is filled with brachas. There are many parts in the Chumash that talk about that if we do the will of Hashem, then he will shine his countenance upon us, and therefore we will live a life of, of goodness. Versus when a Kodesh Baruch Hu removes his countenance, that is from his face from us, uh, then then that's going to be the cause of all the suffering and the pain and 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 whatnot that we find in all the clawless that are in the world. In fact, the mitzvahs are associated with tov; they're associated with chayim, and the averis the Torah calls them ra and mavis, right? As a tov is a chayim, the rava mavis, right? Right? When Kodesh Baruch Hu says b'chartem b'chayim, choose life versus death, right? Hine rei anoichin asal tolif neicham. 
as a chayim v'amoves, right? Uh, the, right. So we see that that death or or lackingness is all from avera, because avera, like we spoke before, pulls you away from Hashem, causing to block the light of a kodesh And mitzvahs, which are marbe the light of a kodesh brings shleimus, which means chayim and toiv, into the world, right? So we have to explain a little more. What is this concept of hester upon him and 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 haras upon him? We were chaser before, right? Right, and then what's the next? Al kol mashras lachayoslam nefesh kol chayim. But Hashem, you fill that that void. Sure, hundred percent. We'll talk about that in a second. That there are chaserinus, hundred percent, that are mutba in the bria, that are that are put into the teva, put in the nature of the world. The world was created incomplete. We're going to discuss that in, in Mamash in a second. Yeah, no, it's a good point. So we keep reading just a little bit, just to, to, to the rest of the ice, and we'll go back and talk about this. Al kena nivraz b'shikol. Therefore, this. Creature that was being created again. We're talking about the Savior is all about it because planning and designing the world and trying to to make the, the the entity that will be able to receive his goodness. And so, in order to do that, he has to be the Balatov. So, in order to be the Balatov, Hashem had to put elements of chisaron and shleimus in the world, and it's up to him to choose. Right? You choose. Do you want shleimus? Do you want chisaron? So, therefore, this creation has to be standing in a shikol. He's standing in a balance. Ben shleimus v'chisaron is between elements of completeness. And elements of lackingness, i.e., mitzvahs and averis. Shehem told us ha'arav ahester that these mitzvahs and averis, these shleimus and these chasrenes, are the outgrowth of either Hashem's shining light or the hiding of His light. So we can look at a mitzvah as a shining light of Hashem's Baruch and an averis as the as as the as the blocking of light. But if this created person will strengthen himself in completeness and 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 shleimus, he will acquire them himself. He's grabbing on to the Abishtar. Like we said, the mitzvahs are anafim to the shardish. The mitzvahs are expressions of a Baruch Hu's light in this world. So when you're doing a mitzvah, you're grabbing a branch by grabbing the branch as if you're grabbing the tree itself. The more you do shleimus, the greater your, your grasp on the branches are, the closer you are to the tree. The more that you do more shleimus, the greater is your connection to Hashem. So you reach the sum total of acquiring of shleimus. You've reached the utmost that a person can grasp onto Hashem. And connect to You can connect to the... Um, blessed be he. Nims on the Zabi boys, Brach Shemo, and you find that you're in a situation of being in, in, in utter dvekis and, and connection to Hashem. And visa that connection to Hashem, you can perceive his oneness and bask in the glory of his perfection. And that is an achana, that is a benefit, a physical, a physical, a spiritual. Oh, blessed love is physical and spiritual. It's a pleasure of, of Hashem's goodness. And you can find more levels of completeness by making your reality more pleasurable. You are the Balatayv, um, and you are completed. So that is Olam Haba, and that's the way it goes. So I want. Uh, well, I mean, again, it, it, we, so, so yes, like the Rukhal said, that being kind of mitzvahs, when you do mitzvahs here, you are being Mizdabak to Kodesh Baruch. But like we spoke about before, is that we are not privy to see the full expression of that within this world. You know, the Kurdish Baruch has, has blocked that. So to say there is a, a Seder, there is a, um, an order of Kurdish created where the light of the mitzvahs can affect you within the framework of this world also. 
but the fullest effects are saved for Olam Haba. So yes, this world is a Hana for mitzvahs and Hana and spirituality and, and people that are Isaac and mitzvahs definitely, you know, bask in that glow. A person is, has the bliss of, of tefillah or he's in a mitzvah and, and, he, and it consumes him and he feels the type of, of pleasure that, you know, he doesn't have in other things. Other pleasures are very fleeting and this is something which seems that it's, 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 it's nitzchias, which is why people are drawn to Torah when they have the options of other things in life and yet they find Torah. What, what changed? Like, you can do whatever you want. You can go to bars and have a good time. But clearly there's a hana that, that's there. But comparative to the hana of Olam Haba, Right? I mean, our, you're right. Our religion is not purely that do these bits now and, oh, you, you're connected to Hashem, but you can't see it. But one day you, you'll experience it. So do it because you have the Amuna that that's going to be. No, no, no. There's something in this world also. Because we'll give us a Tom. Like we spoke about by Shabbos, that Shabbos is 160th, right? There's a Tom a Dover in this world. But, it, but it's, not, it's not the thing itself. It's, it's not the thing itself. The thing itself is, is in, indescribable, the, the, the Hana that, that is that is Olam Haba. All right, so let's speak a little bit of this Hester and Ha'aris. Panim that exists in the Bria, the idea that Hashem created a world where there are elements of shleimus, the Ramchal says, and elements of chisaron. There are, and all the forms of shleimus come from Hashem shining countenance, and all the chisaron come from the blocking of his countenance. Chazal tell us that Hashem one of his names, meaning i.e., a name of Hashem means the way that he interfaces with the creation. One of his names is the name called Shakai, right? Shin, Oshin, Ozdalin, Oz Yod, right? What is the name Shakai? Chazal Tala, Sha'amar la'alamai, die. He told his world, enough. What's enough? That a Baruch was creating, and if a Baruch would create according to his abilities, his, his, his um, you know, infinite abilities to create, there would be no end to what he could create. So the world was going to get overfilled with stuff, right? That's the way we understand it. And the Baruch had to say, stop, stop creating, stop spreading the ocean, stop, enough. This is all I need, right? More is less, as they say, right? That's a very immature way of, un- of understanding the Chazal, right? On, on a much deeper ocean, the way to understand the Chazal is that a Koshbar who's the etzim is tov. And if he's going to create something, that creation itself is going to be tov. But yet we find in the world that there isn't tov. We find in the world that there is definitely ra, right? Adam was in the Gan, and there was a nachash that was there, right? Um, the world was not, Adam was not totally perfect. If he was totally perfect, he'd be an Olam Haba, right? So Kosh Baruch Hu felt the need to create Chisaron, or Ra and the Bria, and as we described, that he, we need that, and that man should earn the Shlemes, and avoid the Chisaron, and be the Baal Hatov. So in his creating the world, when he's being Mashpia, his existence in the world, to create it, also if he would totally create a, a, according to his full self, then it would inundate the world, and there would be no room for us either. Like we said, Kosh Baruch Hu withdraw himself, in order for our existence. So there, by definition, there has to be a limitation and a Kosh Baruch is creating because A, if a Kosh Baruch would fully impose his existence on the world he's creating, then it would be no better than before he created the world. We still would have no place to exist because all there would be is his oneness. B, a Kosh Baruch made the world bedavka imperfect, leaving chisernus because he wanted to create the balance of the chira. He wanted to have a world of shlemus and chisern. And more than that, like we described, we talked about before, a Kosh Baruch also wanted that we be partners with a Kosh Baruch and bringing Shlemus to ourselves and to the world that is around us. And therefore he left the work blank in such a way, some of the areas blank, so that we have the chance to be a partner and to be involved in the process. So no human being was born perfect, right? We look at, you know, a person who's been learning for a while, we look at a Tamakhok, and we look at we look at a tzaddik, and we tell him, wow, like, you know, what's the trick? Um, and, and the person's answer will probably be, you know, I wasn't born like this. 
right? We're all, we're, all, we're all a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. And Akash Baruch Hu did that on purpose because that is our schos, the ability for us to fill in the blank spaces where Akash Baruch Hu didn't, didn't, didn't create or didn't do. Listen, in the world we have Aniyim, and in the world we have um, opportunities for, for chasadim for people. Why is that? Because that gives us a chance to be a partner with Hashem and build the Shlemus in the world, right? Don't call them children, rather builders. What are they building? We are helping Akash Baruch Hu build the world. Therefore, Akash Baruch Hu, by definition, wanted to create chisar in the world to give us a makam aveda, so that we would be able to make decisions between good and bad and, and be kind of shlemis and move away from chisar, and that we would be partners with Akash Baruch Hu in completing his world and bringing his world to a place of shlemis. So, so the, the, the blank spaces, the chisar in the world, is not necessarily a bad thing. Rather, it, it, it's, it's Akash Baruch Hu's way of, of, of giving us the opportunity to gain Olam Haba and to, and to feel a satisfaction that we were partners with him. Now, but Lamaisa, there's abject Ra in the, in, in the Bria, right? And, and we know the famous concept of Kosh Baruch Hu is not Misiaches, Tarah, Shem is good. So how can it be bad in the world if Kosh Baruch Hu Be'etzem is good, right? Like the Pasuk says, Yoytzer Or, Hashem created light, Uborei Choyshech, and he, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he forms light, pardon me, Uborei Choyshech, and he creates dark, Oyse Shalom, he makes peace. Uberei, no, Uberei Ra. They changed the Pasek. They changed the Pasek. The Pasek in says Uberei Ra. However, in Tefillah, Chazal didn't want to say that because they didn't want to misyach his Ra to Akash Baruch because we know that Ra is not of nature Akash Baruch Ani Hashem, Oyse Kol Eila, I am Hashem that does all of these things. So the, so a lot of the Meforshim, a lot of the, the, the a lot of the Bukubalim, a lot of the, the Jewish thinkers were busy with this idea of what does it mean that Akash Baruch creates bad? There is no bad that comes from Hashem, is Shalim. How can Ra come from Akash Baruch right? So the, the Mahalach, they say, is what this from Chal is telling us, that it's not, Ra is not... A Kodesh Baruch is something that he that he that that he does himself. Ra is the absence of his presence. This is the Hester Panim and the Ha'aras Panim. Wherever a Kodesh Baruch is Mashpia, his light, you will have Shlemis. Wherever he withholds his light, you're going to have Chisaron. You're going to have Ra. So Ra is created by the absence of a Kodesh Baruch presence. It's the vacuum in the world, which is what creates Ra. And if you look in the pasuk, it says Yoitzer or he forms light, as if it was something that was pre-existing that needs to be. Formed, right? Uboire Choyshech. Bria, right? Bria is, is, is the Lashon of Yesh Ma'ayin, as if it's a Chiddush. It didn't exist before, right? If I, if I create something, it means it wasn't there before. Oisa Shalom, he makes peace. Uboire Ra. Again, Oisa, Asiya, is, is to make something. It could be from pre-existing materials. Uboire Ra is the idea, again, creating Yesh Ma'ayin as a Chiddush. So the Ra and the Bria is a Chiddush. It's not of a Kosh Baruch Hu, the Ra and the Bria. Rather, it's a Kosh Baruch Hu withholding himself, allowing the Ra to exist. So the Nachai, from where does it come from? From the absence of Hashem's light. After the Chait. He existed before the Chait also. Right? Now, this, this could lead you to a Ta'os, to believe that, therefore, when people make decisions and they do Ra, that they are doing it on their own, right? Like a, a person once told me, and it's absolute kfira, it's a person, you know, in, in the family, an orthodox person, um, not, 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 no, whatever. He told me that he cannot believe, I was once speaking to someone, I was telling them about Yitzhak um, Mitzrayim, that we believe that Akash Baruch Hu is in complete control of everything, and, and even what the Rishoyim do, etc. And he was telling me, I cannot believe in a God that, that willed Hitler to do what he did. So if you told me that he, like, turned his back, so fine, I can, I can understand that, you know? But if you told me that, that, that he, he did it, you know? So, you know, 
it's kfira, right? Me'edelki, to some degree, there's a, a slice of emes there that Akash Baruch himself is not the one that created the chisarn and the world. Chisarn is from an absence of his presence. We did have errors. I'm not blaming that generation. I'm not getting his... Not, not my point. Clearly, the Torah tells us that punishment of the Kalei is a Mikayach of errors. Who's of errors? Previous generations of errors? I don't know. Nobody knows, right? Not our business, right? Our business, Akash Baruch will tell us one day why things happen. But there were of errors done. It blocked the light of Akash Baruch Hu, and the absence of Hashem's light is death and, 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 and suffering. But Akash Baruch Hu's yichud is the midah that he is in control of everything. That he is in control of the route. It's not misyachasim directly, but by the degree that he withholds himself is the degree, degree that the ra will come into existence. So the process of creating ra, vere ra, is most certainly in his hands to create. It is just not of his own essence. It's from the absence of his essence. Just almost like an artist can paint a picture. And, and, and one of the biggest chokhmas in painting is knowing where not to paint. Right, knowing where to, to create depth. I mean, Adani, this is your thing a little bit more, no? Right, where to create depth by having blank spaces, and the blank spaces bring the. Am I, am I right? Am I wrong? No. The blank spaces bring. I have no chosh for these things. You, you, what? Contrast. Contrast. Oh, <laughs> they, they know how to bring something out. So sometimes by, by removing something, you actually can create something. The Ra is most certainly in a Kosh Baruch Hu's hands, right? He could be Mashpia, his Tov, and obliterate the Ra. And, and a moment, and the degree that the Ra will exist is the degree that he's withholding his self from the Bria. So like we spoke about many times, that a Baruch Hu's light is the oneness of a Baruch Hu. He created a curtain, and he shines through the curtain. The layers of Hester, the layers <coughs> of blockage, right, are going to memayat a Baruch Hu's light in the world. On this world that we live here, a Baruch Hu would, would be memayat the light to an extreme degree. That is where the, the existence of Ra will come into existence. But by him withholding himself is what enabled that, that, that existence to be created. And he's in full control of it because, again, commensurate to the amount that he withholds his ore is commensurate to the Ra that's going to be there. So ultimately he's in control of it, but the Ra itself is not a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself. It's the absence of Hashem. Does that, does that, does that make sense a little bit? Mm-hmm. Right? I still uh, don't understand the nafesh. The what? How does it create on its own from the vacuum? Right. Well, enough of a vacuum of something gives the space for exactly how what in the vacuum will be formed as. So, you know, the, the, the evil that exists in this world, even though, yes, it's interesting, we find there are two types of evil in this world, right? We have, we have the natural um, lackingness that is in the Bria, such as, you know, bad human traits, um, you know, bad midas. Um, um, and there's this idea that you do it, there's like a spiritual things that right. get created. Right, right. Oh, 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 good, good, good. Right, so that's, that's what I was going to We have that concept of like your Yetzirah, your natural body, the desires that you have, etc. And then we have this concept of the Satan, which is almost like a cognizant existence. Or like like you said, the, the, the Malchai Chabala that are created from a person's Maisim, etc., etc., etc. Right? So sometimes Ra seems to be cognizant, like it knows what it's doing, it's tricking you. Other times it's just the natural drives of the human being. Both of them are the same result of a Kosh Baruch Hu's Chisar. That if you... Was in this, 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 this. The right, all these different dark forces that seem to exist mm-hmm. only exist because the Kodesh Baruch has removed his light from a certain area of the Bria, allowing for their definition and shape and their cog- even their cognitions to, 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 to exist. Now, let me, let me be Masmer a little bit, a little bit yeah. more. No, no, a little bit more. It, it's not the shot that whenever Kodesh Baruch removes his light, it's necessarily bad, right? The Molochim, the Ramchal points out on Das Funes, the, the Molochim themselves are, are, are 
have extreme amounts of ha'aras upon him, right? They have much more perception of Akash Baruch Hu and, 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 and they're much more spiritually aware than we are and they live in the world of Sikhlias, right? But they're not perfect either. There is still Hester upon him on them also because by definition, had they be perfect, like we discussed, like the Rambam said, they would be Akash Baruch Hu, right? So even us, the fact that we have imperfection us doesn't make us evil, right? The evil only comes when there is enough of a removal of Akash Baruch Hu's light to the point to where we've created a quote-unquote sitra akhra, another side of reality which takes on its own cognizance, whose, whose goal and sense is to remove from Akash So having some Hester upon him is what creates us imperfect the way we are, creates the Malcham imperfect, creates the Bria imperfect. That's a natural amount of Hester upon him in the Bria, which is not evil. Evil is when the Hester upon him gets adkerekach, so much so that, you know, what's in this extreme vacuum. And even in that extreme vacuum, in order for it to exist, there has to be some level of or of a Baruch Hu, or else nothing can exist outside of a Kosh Baruch Hu. And this is always the concept of the Tzitzitz that exists in, in different places, in the Chesidosh Svarim, the sparks that, that exist in something. Meaning, even, even, even something that's just Kokulu Ra has to have some element of, of, of Tov that's, that's there, some element of a Kosh Baruch Hu's self that's there, or else it would, it would cease to exist as well, as, as well too. But, but just to give an understanding of this concept, so therefore to understand that the etzem and Aveira is, is creating a, a void, a halal, a blank space where Kosh Baruch is not there. It is pure, it's, it's evil. It's, it's, it's keeping yourself, not, and it's non-existent, right? The Ra also, these Chisronis and the Bria also, it's, it's like the, the way Chal calls it, calls it a mum over, right? A mum over, like we know you have a halacha, you have a bachor, that um, an animal is a bachor, and it gets a mum, so then it's, at that point it's no longer a bachor, and you can check it, and etc. It has to get paskin by a kayan, though, that it's not a permanent mum, right? Any mum that's going to be there permanently makes it not a bachor. Any mum that's going to, right? So a mum over is a mum that's going to be eventually healed, right? Ra and the Bria is a mum over. Because the only need for this chisar is that we should be mashlamet. The only need for this blockage of a Kosh Baruch Hu's light is that it should be there to that we should choose the good and become the Baal HaToyv and be partners of the Kosh Baruch Hu and, and, and being Megala, his oneness in the world. Once we've done that, there is no need for the Ra to exist anymore. So the whole world of Ra that exists is really only temporary. I mean, it's interesting. In Tefillah Rosh Hashanah, we say, oh man, I'm going to be like, ki ki tichle, right? We say that the Ra is ki ashan tichle, right? Some of the gears have bi ashan tichle, right? What do you mean it's ki ashan? Some of them are good vort ones. That what's ashan? Smoke. Smoke is something where you see it now, but it doesn't have an existence. It just... It vanishes away, right? So all of the chisar and the bria is something that's ke'ashan. It's like smoke. It's going to eventually cease to exist. It doesn't have an independent existence. So it should give you a sense that when you're looking at that juicy piece of treif, techat, that this is something which has no existence to it. Eventually it won't be here. It's here now. It won't be here later. It's not part of the tachas of the bria. person does a mitzvah, as, as negative as it makes you feel in this world, you should realize that that, that, that mitzvah is nitzchis. It exists forever. It's pure existence. It won't go anywhere, right? It, it's, it's, whereas the other one is only a temporary state of, of, of chisarin, which, 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 which is only a temporary state of chisarin, which, um, which, which exists. So it's the idea that you know, we're kind of almost partners in this world, so we can make it we can actually participate in... I mean, mash in the world, yes. Yeah, either way, like we can expand the Choshech. Unfortunately, we can expand the Choshech. And that's all the Parshish in the Torah when Kalei is punished. Is that's what they're doing, right? In fact, we find this many times. The Apostle gives a Lashem, Suri Yeldecha Teshi, the rock which bore you, you have weakened. We find the opposite. Nefesh speaks about this. It says, the Apostle gives, Be'elokim, Nasachayel, and Elokim, we will give strength. 
Wait a second. I can weaken a Kodesh Baruch Hu or I can strengthen a Kodesh Baruch Hu? That makes absolutely no sense. My actions don't impact a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Accuse as we've, we described before. You're right. A Kodesh Baruch Hu is, is totally unchanged by you. He's a Yichud. No changes. The Hashpa and the level of light that he shines in the Bria, the degree of light that he shines into the Bria, Right, that is 100% my my actions. If I do mitzvahs, Belokim Nasachayil, I've given strength to Elokim, and now he's able to be Mashbia his tov. If I do averas, Suriel Dechateshi, the rock who bored you, I have weakened. Meaning, I have Kibiyachol weakened the Kodesh Baruch Hu's ability to be Mashbia. Now, obviously, our averas don't actually weaken the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and our mitzvahs don't actually strengthen. But he runs the system that way because that's the way that he wants to run the system. And if he always again, the Rambam speaks of a lot that Kodesh Baruch Hu has something called Bittul Yichud. If Kodesh Baruch Hu wants to override that. Right? So, for example, like we spoke about before, Be'ita Chishana, right? The world has a certain amount of time for our earning. As much as people mess up or they do good, so that Tzadikim will enjoy what they, what they did good, the Rishoyim will, 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 will pay for what they did. But Hashem's going to reveal himself in the end because he's not bound by these rules. If he wants to inundate the world with his light despite our Averis, he's going to do that. Right? So, so, that a Kosh can be chain to whatever he wants to give chain. He's not bound by these rules, but he created these rules to create the dimension of Skarva Einish and to have Bechira be something which exists. Right? And that's why last week's part of the Migdal Bubble, right, was almost ridiculous. Yes, in the operating rules of the Bria, they built Migdal Bubble. Theoretically, they could block a Kodesh Baruch existence out of reality, and, and that was something most certainly which, which, within the framework of this world, can happen. But on an ultimate level, the Kodesh Baruch wanted to not, to, you know, so Kodesh Baruch didn't do that. Instead, he mixed them up, and whatever spiritual hachana they were doing, right? It says the Kodesh Baruch was an echad, it says, it says, it says the anal Bavadai, I feel the Maisek Shafim, even for witchcraft, meaning that, that yes, Witchcraft is a kayach, it's a dark magic in the world, it exists, it's, it's by nature of a Kosh Baruch Hu's um, Hester Panim, and people can learn the Chochmah in it, and, 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 and can use it, and, and can, you know, Viter extend this Chalal, extend the darkness that, that exists, the dark matter of the Bria. But again, a Kosh Baruch Hu can do whatever he wants. If he wants to mevatle, he's going to mevatle. But he chose a system, and Kolzman, he's running the system according to the way that he put down the rules for the system, there's something called Kishif. And if the Kishif Macher wants to make you turn into a toad, I'm just kidding, right? Then, then the Kishif Macher can do as a, right? If a Kosh decides, you know, I don't want to play by the rules that I've put down anymore, and I'm going to inundate the Kishif Macher. And, and seemingly that was part of the back and forth with Bilam also, right? That, that Bilam was, was trying to, to manipulate the system that exists of Hester and Aris Panem to bring out what he wanted. And the Kosh Baruch said, no, 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 no. I, there's an override over here. For Klai Yisrael, I'm, 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 you know, and, and that's why we, one of the mitzvahs, the Chazal said, we almost convey a mitzvah every day to remember. We almost read Parshas Bilam, right? So you say, Shema, Vahavta, Vayah, Vayoyimer, you would have read Parshas Bilam also, right? Right, to remember the nace that a Kosh Baruch did by Bilam. What's, 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 what's the, the answer is no. According to the rules that are on the table, Vilam could have totally inundated Kloistral by, by, by expanding the, the area of Choshech, etc. Whatever was in his, his power, that backside of the Bria where Kosh Baruch Hu doesn't shine his light. Kosh Baruch Hu, though, stepped in with the Koyach of his Yichud, right? And he, and he put the override button, right? Just kind of like lower management can do whatever they want. But if the CEO would like to walk downstairs and say, okay, Chavar, this is over, right? Then, then they can, right? You know, and, 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 and I was like, right? But even when we use the system, it's still Kosh Baruch Hu, obviously, that's, that's doing it, right? He just decides that he wants to abide by rules. So, you know, don't think that your mitzvahs are bringing light because you're the one doing it. You're doing an act, and the Kosh Baruch Hu set down rules. He says, oh, you did a mitzvah, I'll, I'll bring light. You did it there, I'll bring, I'll bring dark by removing my light, right? He's the one that's engaged in the system, but if he decides he wants to drop those rules, 
Call so it You can do whatever you want. How do we understand that there's four generations that don't receive Olam Haba? Like, how do we understand that based on, I mean, the Gemara tells us that there's four generations that don't receive So it must be that there was no light during those doors. Like, how can they not be Shula? I'm, 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 I'm not flying 100%. What, what, what's the so if there's always the ability to, to, to do mitzvahs and bring light in, right. right, the fact that he removed Olam Haba from the door... That's because, well, I mean, again, you have to know what that means. But, 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 but beyond that, you know, no, he created rules. And, and generally the Bria abides by those rules. And if the people made decisions which brought a chashach themselves and a non-existence to their own self-reality. But the cloud suffers because of that? Like the whole cloud doesn't get... What's, what's the cloud? The Yechidim has the ability to do... Again, big picture, who's a Gilgul of Gul? We're going to talk about the Ramchal. Kosh Baruch Hu is going to do everything in his power. Bilti nidach, the nidach, right? Well, we have a concept called the Kosh Baruch Hu's Midah Tova is Merubah. Let's discuss this really quick. See, Hashem's Midah of goodness is greater. Meaning what? I think we have discussed this before. That a Kosh Baruch Hu is not out to trick us. He wants everybody to get into Olam Haba. That is the stated goal. And he's going to do everything in his power to get it done, right? Whether it be to motivate the person through Yisurim, whether it be to, 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 that he has to have a Gilgal, whether it be a Gehenim, whatever it's going to be, right? Whether it be his connection to a Tzaddik, we're going to discuss all this, all this later. Hashem has many ways to get a person into, in, 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 into Olam Haba, and, and it's like almost like no child left behind. Type deal. No, no, no joke, right? Call mm-hmm. right? There's there's a reason for that. It's it's not like a rat race where like, oh you you messed up, you you lost, right? But we have to have Scarva Einish or else the Ulam Haba that people get is meaningless. So yes, there's two planes, and the Ramchal speaks about this a lot also. This is what everyone seems to be touching on. There's the plane of what we call Scarva Einish, which is this Hester Ha'aras Pan imbalance. You do mitzvahs, you bring Ha'aras Panam to yourself and to the Bri around you, you do Averas, you bring darkness to the Bri around you in there, right? Um, and, but at the same time, there's a, there's a mita called his yichud, his, his oneness. Of course, Baruch has an override switch and, an, and a purveying ratzin that he wants everybody to have olam haba. So despite the fact that a person could fail the system, there are many ways. Of course, Baruch, we say you'd give him mitzvah rachamim. Of course, Baruch can be mashpia rachamim even when we don't deserve it. He created a parsha of, 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 of tshuva. He'll has hashkacha prophets. We'll learn about in the second parak where he tries to finagle to get everybody to get into olam haba, right? Right, find a way to get every kid, right? Like that kid that can't read, and you find something he can epis do. So like finally he can say, yay! Right? Like that's what Kodesh mm-hmm. does, right? Um, so, so again, there's these two worlds. The world of Mishpat, of light and dark, right. and Hester and Hester. Please, please. Yeah, yeah. right. Hester, right. Hester, Hester, upon him. And then there's the world of Yichud, where Kodesh inundates the system in order to bring about whatever it is that, 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 that he wants, right? So specific examples, this door, that door, I don't know, I'm not sure what the details were, they, they, they made choices, who knows what a Kosh Baruch did in the future, who knows who those Neshamas were later. So you want to hear some Hijibiji, right? That uh, Arizal says that the that Yisrael had to, had to build bricks, right? And, and then they, the, for, 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 the, for the Mitzrim, and they had, and some of the, I think some of the babies were built in the mortar, and that, and that some of the children were thrown into the Nilos, right? So the Arizal says that, what, what was all that all about? Was a tikkun for the door marble and for the door and the door and the door flaga. Door flaga built the bricks to build the the tower. Door marble was 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 inundated. That these children were Gilgulim, blah, 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 okay, whatever you know. Like Akash Baruch Hu's got his got got a way of making it all fair, right? We say we say at Sur Tom and Paul he called it off on Mishpat. Everything Hashem does is fair. Um, um, Hashem is straight. Suri, my rock, the low of Lassabai. There is no iniquity by Kosh Baruch Hu. Kosh Baruch Hu is absolutely fair. So yes, how is it going to work in the system that it's fair? Somehow Kosh Baruch Hu is going to, going to make it work. But these are the Klolem 
and the way and the way and the way that it goes. So it's getting a little late, but I just want to share one one last nakuda. So in mind, understanding this concept of a Hester and Aras Panam, every mitzvah the Etsam is a is a is a Aras Panam Baruch and every Aveira is an element of of Chayshech. So I mean, again, you know, just to put this in in, in context. The world is a natural amount of chisaron that exists, right? Human beings die. There's really no reason that we should die. Our, our cells could regenerate. In fact, science has been struggling to understand why human beings age. It's something which really is, 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 uh, is baffling. I'm not going to claim to be any kind of an expert on the subject, but there are theories, I think it was debunked, of what's called free radicals in the bodies, which are, again, I don't fully understand, but it's, it's some kind of a negative cell which, which affects cell reproduction. Others, other theories where that cells, when they reproduce, like the copy machine, you make a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy, eventually it's not the same quality. I think that was debunked. I think the current thinking right now is that there's certain proteins that are like time markers on the cells, which literally tell your, your, the, your genome tells your cells when to start producing in a way which is not optimal, right? So, so your body is telling itself to age, which is fascinating, right? The, you know, like it, there's different, that's a, we shouldn't really fall apart, right? There's no reason. Like we, you got to cut, the skin heals. Why do we get older? Well, they could try all they want, but because Baruch Hu wants, if he wants us to live longer, we'll live longer. Just like the door of the Mabel, they lived, uh, they lived longer, and he didn't want them to live longer. Whatever it's going to be, right? Clearly, Hashem wants a lot of diseases fixed in this door, and other diseases like the Machla. I don't know if they had it like the degree that we have it. Right? Like, who knows, right? But but yeah. but the right. So so it shouldn't be that way. So there is a natural amount of chisar, and things in the world fall apart. Buy anything in China, it lasts for two days, and then it's done, right? <laughs> things in the Bria naturally they fall apart. That's 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 the, that's the way that it goes, right? But, but there is a natural Seder how things run, and we assume a healthy person, he breathes, he functions, he lives till, you know, 80, 90, whatever, 70, 80, 90, et cetera, and that, that's, that's what's normal. So there's a level of Hester upon him that's extant that's there, but the more that, that, that we have Hester upon him on top of that is when people get sick is when people die young, is when people have medical problems now. You know, a healthy 30-something-year-old shouldn't have certain pains in, in his joints, and he does, right? There's a level of Hester upon him which is being applied on top of the normal Seder, right? The world of Mashiach, the world of Tikkun, we find at the time where, by Harsina, it says people weren't sick, and they were, and, 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 and even the people who were blind were made to be able to see, and lost love when we have Mashiach, and the Torah of Mikdash, it'll be a place of perfection, and lions won't, won't eat other animals, and, and Goyim will get along with us. We talked about the Koyolchek last time, yeah. Maestro, the Goyim will be writing the Koyolchek, right? Except, that's the world where, 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 the, where, the, where, where the aura of HaKadosh Baruch will be much more Mishlemis. So we have to understand this continuum of a Hester Panim, a Aris Panim, and, 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 and a lot of times it's linked, and it's linked to our, to our, our, our mitzvahs and, and our, our Avera. Fine. But to, just a little deeper thing to understand that in that same vein, just like in the physical world, the spiritual world, mitzvahs are the Ha'aris Panim of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and, and a Veris of the Hester Panim. We have a Chazal, we know, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, by the way, I'm super psyched for Hanukkah. I know it's a long way away, but super psyched. That's why I'm uh, shout out to Hanukkah as we keep going right now. That Kodesh Baruch Hu has something that we call the Oragonus, right? Right, we know that Kodesh Baruch Hu created the world, the Sarah Maimaris, he created the world, and then he took some of the light and he hid it. Right, so the Sfarim say by Hanukkah, that the number of, number of candles we light, I, I'm, it's, I'm blanking, I think it's 36. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? Who's the math guy? So you take eight nights, and then one, and then night two is two, so that's three, and night three is three, so that's six, and you keep going. I think, I, I, I don't remember the number. But the Oregonas, right, was, was for a certain number of hours that it was displayed in the Bria before Kosh Baruch Hu. He took the Oregonas away. He took it away, right? And he saved it for the Tzadikim, you know, Lost and lovely, right? What's going on? What's this light? There was a light. There was a nice light. But Hashem said, oh, you know, they're going to ruin my light, so I'm going to take away my light, right? Like, 
what, 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 what's going on. So Chanukah is this man where there's, we get a giloy from the Aragonas where, where the amount of neiris corresponds to the number of hours that we have in the Sarah that the Aragonas and the Brim. But like, what's, the, what's the back and forth? He saw a light, he took away the light, right? The, the story is the following, is that this light is like we're saying, it's the chisarn and the Bria. Because Rim, the world had a level of shlemus to it, and Hashem hid it. For the tzaddikim, litein schar la tzaddikim. Why? Because when the tzaddik does mitzvahs and he learns, he is drawing from the light of this hidden light, the Oregon is, into the Bria and into himself. And he, that will be the sum total of his olam haba to be. And so litein schar la tzaddikim. And so the, the, so the, so the Bali of Eir shouldn't mess it up. Meaning that we have a world of chisarn and shleimis. And of course, Boko had to remove the or. So Amar La'ilamo die, and he had to say enough, and remove that light in order to be that that is the light of our mitzvahs, and that's how we can be mashlim ourselves, and that gives the place for there being tzaddikim and rishoyim because of the fact that he he hid that light and he gave us this ability to bring the light back in the world. So we we have to we have to chaf that every mitzvah that we do be'etzem is a giloy from the oragonis, right? So Hanukkah is a paradigm of that because they they mitzvahs were taken away from them and they fought and they had mysterious nefesh and and etc. And the Baruch Hu showed them that no 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 you work hard enough in the choshech of this world and you can bring light even in the darkest places through you know ma'isa throughout throughout through through ma'isa mitzvah. So they were they were rewarded for their efforts by being shown a light that was the same hours as me'ain the light of the the oregonis. But the chaf that every mitzvah that we do be'etzem. <clears throat> we're doing that, and not only that, we're shutiv with with the kosher ma'aseh bereishis. The beautiful medrash, uh, speak next week's partial. Go next week's partial. That it says that when Avram fought with stone, Malkit Tzedek came, who was shame, and he says Baruch Avram l'kaliyon kinyan shemayim va'aretz. Right? What's the meat of kinyan shemayim va'aretz? Right? We say also when we daven. Right? We say kinei. Um, what do we say? Kinei akol. Kinei akol. What does that mean? He acquires everything. What does that mean? Right? Created it. Yes, the Kosh created the Bria, but he created the world with this level of chisarn. In the world, we don't see a Kosh Baruch in the world, right? Right? One day, a Kosh Baruch will be seen in the world. Kainea Kol is the process of a Kosh Baruch reinstating his ownership in the world. He is showing his bilis, his ownership of the world throughout history until one day he will reveal that he is the owner of the world. The word Havaya, the Chalpah says, we don't pronounce Havaya, right? We know the way it's written. We pronounce Adnos, right? Kamonai. Why? Because in this world, the Kodesh Baruch Hu's reality is not revealed. It's hidden. All we can understand of Kodesh Baruch Hu is a master. But to know in this world, and nothing exists other than him, that we're not able to. One day, his name will be Echad, right? This world, Be'etzem, is Chasar. Kodesh Baruch Hu's Kainea called that he's able to state his dominance in the world. How does he do that? Through the Maisa of Tzadikim. Baruch Avram, Avram, the Medrash says, was Makna, this world, to Kodesh Baruch What does that mean? That Avram brought the presence of Kosh Baruch in the world. The Medrash says that guests would come and Avram Avinu would tell them, he would say to them, Chavre, eat something. And they would eat. And then he'd say, okay, now it's time to bench. Bench, we believe in Avodah Zarah. <laughs> then pay me the money. Manoshach, either there's an Abishter and everything belongs to him, or you just ate my food. You have it your way. You, you, you pick which one you want, right? What was Avram instilling in the Bria? The concept that there is a one God. He brought that awareness. So he was meaning he made a Kosh Baruch with a Bailim on the Bria. So when you dance around, so you say, you are giving a Shavach to Hashem that he's constantly bringing his awareness, building the world to one day the world will, will perceive his oneness. But Avram did that. And the Medrash over there says that Avram was a Shutif. 
b'breishes mice of arts and then creating of 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 shemayim arts, right? Meaning that he was involved in Kol Baruch in perfecting the world and bringing it to its final completion. That the tzaddik or the or the yid has the ability through his ma'isem to bring a Kol Baruch Hu the one to megal this light from the or agonis, and therefore he gets a chelik as if he built it too, and that was the bracha. Kainah hakol kilo Avram became the owner of the world. As well, too, because again, he shared in the work, right? An uman builds a kli, uman kind of a shavak kli. An uman is kind of a kli by the improvements of the kli. The tzaddikim create improvements on the world. You are, we're, we're, we're workermen, the, the, the yidim, not just tzaddikim, the yidim create, right? So we get that, so that's a shutfist with, 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 with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. But this, the, the ha'ara, the every mitzvah, the etzem, you bring a Kodesh Baruch Hu's light in the world, you fill the world, you bring more of a presence of, of, of Hashem. So this is a beautiful medrash. Medrash says, um, Medr says, Vasulam Tzitzis, or Zarua Latzadik. Right? What is Or Zarua Latzadik? We say the Pasik, right? Or Zarua Latzadik. There's a light which is sown for the Tzadik. Meaning what? That under the earth there are seeds, right? Of light. Hashem Chafetz Man Tzidkai. Zarakosh Bokhus, a Terev, a Mitzvah. Hashem sowed into the ground the seeds of Terev, Mitzvah, to be manchul them, to give Klaistra Olam Haba. Right? And he didn't leave anything in the world which doesn't have a mitzvah. Yatzel Chresh, you go out to do your plowing. Lo Sikhresh, you're not allowed to use um, a cow with, with, uh, with, with, uh, with a different animal. Lizraya, you go out to put your seeds in the ground. Lo Sizr Karmecha, right? Climb, you can't mix climb. Liksor, right? When you go to take your harvest, Kitiksor Kitzrecha, right? You have halachas of leaving, of leaving peah, anything that you drop goes down. Um, lush, you go to make your 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 dough, right? Reish sarisa sechem chala, right? That that you have to give the mitzvah chala, right? Shachat, right? You go to shach the animal. Zroel you have to give parts of the animal to the kohen, right? You want to wear a talis, you have to wear a clothing to cover you. Vasulem tzitzis, right? That's the medrash. The medrash says that or zarul tzaddik is that at every event in life there is a mitzvah which is there. I mean, Kosh Baruch sown the light of the oraganas in the world. And or zarua, that light is, is, is planted. Your job is to bring that light out from the ground and be kind of that light for yourself also. And, and this realization that mitzvahs are lights that are, that are, that are, that are along the way, which, which a person can imbibe into himself. And in every part of life, the Torah gave us a mitzvah. What Akash Baruch was doing is he wanted all of our activities in, light to, uh, in life to give us the opportunity to connect ourselves to the hidden light and remove the blockages in the Bria, allowing the shining of a Baruch Hu's aura in the world. And every activity that we do, we can be constantly connected to the lights of, 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 of mitzvahs. Okay, I have you last, last, last. I want to share with you one more medrash. Incredible, incredible, incredible medrash. And this is the, we spoke of this last week, we'll in Torah and mitzvahs, but I just mean it one more time. Torah meaning limada Torah, and mitzvahs meaning, meaning mitzvahs maizias. So the, the medrash says, no, before that, I'm sorry. Right, the Pasuk initially says, mitzvah or. A ner is compared to a mitzvah. A mitzvah is compared to a ner. A ner meaning like a candle, a light bulb. Vitera or. Tera is, is, is compared to the concept of light in general, right? Almost like the difference between like a candle and the sun. So the, the Medrash gives a mashal. Mashal, la'adam shaya mahalach b'derech. There was a person that was walking in the derech, be ishon laila in the in the thick of dark, vafela, and I don't know, even thicker dark. Umisiara mina kaitim. He's afraid of all the thorns. Umina barkanim and all the I don't know, thistles. Umina pchasim and all the holes. Umichayir and all the animals. Right. Umina listim and from the bandits. 
He's totally lost. He's in the forest. He has no idea where he's going, right? I don't know where I'm going or where I'm going to step. I'm going to poke myself with something and get eaten by a bear. Someone passes him a torch. He finds a torch. He's protected, at least from the thorns and the thistles and the, and the holes in the ground, right? The, the light illuminates, you know, where he's going a little bit. But it's not going to help when the bear comes, right? It's not going to help when the bandits come. And he still doesn't have GPS, right? He has a candle, but he doesn't know which way to turn. But when the morning comes, he's saved from the evil animals, from the, from the bad animals and the bears. I mean, I'll list them and from the, the bandits. But he still doesn't know which way to go until he reaches the Prashas Drachem, until he reaches the split in the road where the, where, where the sign is, right? Really, the full pasuk is Kiner Mitzvah Ter Or, um, and then something about, and then the pasuk then mentions Musar next. I think the Techos Chaim Musar maybe is the end of the pasuk. The morale, what, what, what's going on over here? A mitzvah, like we said, is a light from the Oregonus. It is a chalik of the guf of the malach, like we saw in the Zayr last week. It is one bechina of, of, of a facet of a light that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed in this world. So like a candle, it, the candle only illuminates a certain area which is in front of you. And that's it, right? A candle allows you to see exactly what's in that area. Every mitzvah is a is a light, and therefore it illuminates a specific area in how you're misdavic to a Kodesh which is why you need all 613 mitzvahs to build the shlemus of an Adam, and only doing partial mitzvahs, it's like building half a body. That doesn't really help. You want the full body to be there, right? Torah is different, though. Torah is compared to Or. Or is something which fills up the entire world and has much more of a behirus to it. Musr is the Avedah which shows that even though you have Torah mitzvahs, but you still sometimes need to be put onto the right track. Okay, fine. No. But this muscle between, between, between it's, it, it's, 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 you have to look at people's lives. You find there are many people in life that don't learn so much and they keep mitzvahs. And yeah, they're Erlicha people and, 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 and uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, they, they, do, they, do, they do mitzvahs. But you'll find that there is something which is almost lacking in that, right? Without a person learning, so then when struggle comes into life, when stumbling blocks come, then they don't know how to deal with the, with the problem because their level of illumination is limited. Yes, they're protected from the thistles and the thorns and the holes in the ground, right? The immediate threats that are in front of them, the mitzvahs are there. It saves them from a veira, it keeps them connected to the Kodesh Baruch Hu and, and from falling away. But when something big picture, the highest ra'os come, when, they, when the listim come, when the bandits come, when the, when the bear comes, the, the, the mitzvahs aren't there to, to help them because a person needs a deeper perspective and understanding. Only Torah can give you that level of understanding. We say that Torah is connected all Tariyag mitzvahs, right? Awesome shot. Shot is when a person learns Torah, like we spoke about last week, it inundates his seichel. He learns and it changes the way he thinks. His outlook in life is absolutely different. So instead of imbibing in himself a specific area of light, a candle illuminates on one area, tefillin, sits one area in, in the course of your life that you should stay, have light, rather what Torah does is it opens up your entire mind and the way that you think about the world and everything which is around you. It's a much deeper perspective. So instead of dodging problems, a person has a much bigger picture from learning Torah, he develops amuna, he develops bitachin, he develops a much more greater sense of Akash Baruch Hu's hashkacha in the world, and therefore when big issues come his way, it illuminates his way, and he's not afraid anymore of anything which is there, because he's filled with the aura of Hashem internally, cerebrally, as part of his very being, because the Torah changes the way he thinks. A mitzvah, though, is a light, and like we saw in the Shachim last week, it shines, the light comes down and surrounds you, it's bigger than you, it's an or makif, but then it's gone. And you'll see it again later in, in, in Olam Haba. Yes, it has some level of lasting amount, but it doesn't change your perspective on 
reality. So to understand, or is the real tzaddik, Kosh created mitzvahs, that as we go through our days, we're constantly being, bringing from that light and being misdabak to Kosh Baruch But learning is important because it changes your perspective on reality. The difference between a candle and the sun, which is coming out, which is why both activities have to be done. We always find that we talk about in davening, Torah or mitzvahs, right? Why do we separate the two? Right? And it's also, learning is a funny thing. Like, when do you ever find, like I was told you last week, Laura always makes a joke, uh, you know, on Shavuos night, we, we got the terrace, so we sit and we learn all night long, right? When do you find me the guy on July 4th, they sit and they shtag in the Constitution all night, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Right? Like, you know. <laughs> What's his main, uh, right, right. What does it mean that a uh, union, a perfect union? I was like, I don't know, I'm not holding. But, uh, right, right. Well, the terrace is, is because they're too halakim. Mitzvah's Mises imbibe a specific area of ore. It's a, it's a nair, a specific candle. That nekud of, of, of the gilo of the Kodesh Baruch you've put into yourself in the Oregonas. Torah, though, change, is, is not imbibing a specific nekuda, but it's changing your own thought patterns and your understanding the sikhlias and the higher part of the person, and therefore gives you a whole greater perspective, right? So that's why it's very important that, that we should try to learn as, 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 as much as possible in addition to mitzvahs. But then again, it's an interesting thing. I just want one last thing. It's fascinating that Maral speaks about this. Torah, like, you're supposed to learn Torah like, why? Because that's what changes your thought patterns and your understandings and, and, and that, 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 that's a whole new perspective in Dveikas and Akash Baruch more than Mrs. Mysias, right? But if a mitzvah ever comes your way and it's Yev Shalosh and, and, and somebody else can't do it and you're the only guy, you have to stop, you close your Gemara and go do it. That makes no sense. You're telling me every, every word of Torah is, can I get all the mitzvahs? Because again, it's this greater level of light. It's the greater level of clarity than a specific mitzvah, which is a specific nekudah from the Gila. Torah is the clawless understanding of everything, right? And so it's bigger. But then again, if, if like, there's nobody that across the old lady across the street, I'm supposed to close my Gemara and go do that. Like, what's shot, right? Like, I thought I was involved in the greatest of activities. And the answer is that yes, Torah is what's mashlem, the seichel, your perspective, the higher parts of your understandings. But if there's something lacking in the building of the goof itself, that, that's much more basic and elementary than the seichel. It's almost the muscle. You have a child that's got special needs, and you're busy handling, you know, which college you're going to get them into, right? Yeah, out of your mind. Like, let's work on, like, OT skills, and then, and then, and then, and then we'll, 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 we'll deal with that later, right? Rishan, Rishan. Like, the base has to be solid, you know, that, that we're all worried, you know. Where, 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 what child the yeshiva is going to get into, and then when the mice the kid has serious psychological problems, right? Let, let's work with the, the base before, right? Seichel is the higher part of our cells, where the mitzvahs make up the guf of a person's spiritual kaima. So, yes, even though it's the highest endeavor and it, it's an or, and it lights your life and it gives you a whole new perspective on reality, and it's not just a specific or, but the cloliest of or, but at the same time, though, it's a higher function, and the lower functions always have kadima, just like Derek Eretz Kadma. You have to build up the goof before before working in, in, in the seichel. But just the, the appreciation, just to, I know we went way over time today, but the appreciation that a Kosh Baruch Hu put mitzvahs in your life, those mitzvahs are levels of or, they keep you connected to them throughout your day. Everything you do in your day, you have an opportunity to bring from the hidden light that's in the world into yourself. And Limit Torah is important because it is the much bigger perspective that you gain on a Kosh Baruch Hu and the Bria, and therefore the level of your connection when the seichel is engaged is much bigger than the mitzvahs Maisius himself, but they're both they're both important, and 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 you have to be mashlim yourself in, in the full array of mitzvahs, or else you walk in the Omaz with an arm, and uh, better be a little stupider with an arm than than right. So that, that, that's the side. Yeah. Sikhlis can only be achieved through Torah, no? Right, right, that, right. Torah is the seichel, is in, in the building of a person. So the goyim don't have sikhlis. Not 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 this form. Not, I mean, the Chazal say right. Im toimer the ain chacham goyim al tamid. If you say there's no chacham goyim, don't believe him. Goyim have lots of chacham. Look, my iPhone fell on the mikvah today, and it still works. That is chokhmah, 
right? I'm blown away, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's kosher. Um, but but Nedokisa, in terms of Torah, don't believe. So the higher thought of a Kosh Baruch Hu's light, they don't have. When it comes to Chochma of Olam Hazah within the world of Hester Panim, within the world where there's Chisaron, yes, they, they must really understand the way that it, it runs down here. Um, but when we deal with the higher Chochma of a Kosh Baruch Hu's Chochma, which is what you, you gain through Torah. Again, if the mitzvahs are mashlam, your guf, and they build you up, the Torah is the element of building your guf, which is the seichel of your spiritual reality. That, they, they don't have a gilei of that, or of a kosh baruch of, of Hashem sechlias. But to put seichel of the world down here, most certainly, and, and many times, even though the Nobel Prizes are um, unfairly stacked, they're Jewish, don't worry, there are plenty, plenty of, of, of going that are absolutely brilliant. Um, one of the big toes is that people that leave yeshiva make, I know we have a lot of Bali here, so we're not negating us. But um, but you go and you hit the work world, and you see that they, you know, they're brilliant and thinking people. And you say, "Hey, yeshivas, they told me they were they were there, right?" No, 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 no. They have chokhmas al We're not talking about that. We're, we're talking about the organas. We're talking about the the, the or the tzaddik, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the, the Torah versus mitzvahs, is the is the or the same or is it different? So right. So it's almost like again, if we understand every mitzvah is revealing a certain facet of the light Hashem put into the world, and we can look at all those facets as being the muscle of a human being, just like there's a foot and a leg, so to every leg. Torah represents the element of sichlius, of that binyan, the part that you can't touch, that you can't see, and which is the highest part of a person, which we, really, the purpose of life in general, if you would ask anybody, is chokhmah, we would ask anybody, you know, you go ask even the non-Jewish world, like, what is, like, the, the, the biggest part of life? Like, they would tell you, academia, right? Of course, the, 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 the understandings of the, of the world and how things work and, 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 and everybody, for some reason, you know, the, the colleges now are, it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on with college. People spend all this money to go to college and, and, um, and, 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 and it doesn't even get them a degree, it doesn't get them a job, it doesn't make them any money, right? It, it, it's, and say, so what do you have a degree in? I don't know, political science, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Right? But for some reason, when you're engaged in some kind of degree that you might never use, right, your parents are happy with you. Society is happy with you. Why? Because even the non-Jewish world understands that the seichel is the highest part of the human being. So if we look at all the or that comes from the Megala and the Bria, and every mitzvah is a component of that or. It makes up a certain piece of the general or that a person can be mashlam himself. Torah is connected the seichel in that, in the, in the binyan. It's the same orb, but the different parts of the orb. The light of the, 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 the hand is much less chashiv than the, look, the famous chazal. It looks like the other Kosh Baruch didn't tell you the scar of the mitzvahs because he, he gave him mashal. It says that once in a while he had a king and he had a garden and he had different trees in the garden and he didn't tell the workers how much they get paid for each, for each tree, right? Why not? Because he wanted all the trees to be planted in the garden, right? Yes, there are, there are mitzvahs that are much more chashiv than other mitzvahs because they build a much more chashiv part of the, of the self. Missing a heart is terrible. Missing a pinky, okay, niskafreilach. Not, it's not I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it, but, but you know, it, it's, it's not like your, you know, your circulatory system is, is, is down, right? So there are some mitzvahs that are the heart. There are some mitzvahs that are the, the lungs. There are some mitzvahs that are the kidneys, right? But there is connected to the seichel, and that's what makes it, you know, a more special light that, that actually in this world gives you a greater perspective and vantage point from the amount of the Torah. Now, the amount of the Torah, the sikhlias you gain, you only see in al Mahaba, but the amount that bleeds into this world from Torah is a much greater perspective than, 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 than the mitzvahs get. Do you do the Okay. Okay. Sorry, we're way over. Yeah.